Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Championship week is over, and it's time to go bowling, baby. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. one of the few people who think the college football playoff committee got it right. And with me, as always, is AJ Belkbull Marchese. Re-fucking-tweet. Belkbull forever, bro. Belkbull. We're getting Belkbull tattoos. And if you subscribe and unsubscribe and then resubscribe <laughs> to this podcast, we'll finance your Belkbull tattoo as well. That's a guarantee. Today, we'll look at some NFL draft declarations, some senior bowl acceptances, do our championship week superlatives, and just for fun, we'll preview the Army-Navy game. Let's hit it! Seven rounds in heaven with my baby, driving down to Nashville maybe, looking for a net or bosa. Draft Matt Gay on the first day. Draft Matt Gay on the second day. Just get Matt Gay on your squad. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Sure, watching football is fun. But it's more entertaining when you have some action on the games. Guys, you've heard me talking about this for weeks, and some of you are still on the sidelines. Whether you're an expert or rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, like playing the numbers on roulette, you can create a big parlay, just massive. Pick three teams to win. And if you hit all three, you can turn $100 into $600. That's more than double. There's so much to bet on. College basketball and football, NBA, NHL, custom props, even esports, you nerds. You name it. My bookie is the one bet I know you'll be happy with all year. I recommend these guys because I really trust them. My bookie has been in business for years. They've got great online reviews and their mobile site is easy to use. Sign up this week and my bookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to bank even more money when you win. Also, make sure to follow at BetMyBookie on Twitter. They personally respond to every mention and DM, not to mention that they've given away more than $10,000 in free money to their followers this football season. They retweeted me once, so I'm guaranteeing they'll respond to you. You'll be the first to know as soon as new odds and props are posted. Don't miss out on one of the best weeks to bet on sports this year. Log on to MyBookie right now and use promo code HEAVEN25 
to get 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code HEAVEN25. You play, you win, you get paid, my Bucky. And I feel like betting on bowl games is one of the best times of the year. What do you think, AJ? Yeah. Cool. I like uh, I like the transfer from your uh, your my bookie voice into your regular voice. It was so smooth. I've been working on. It. I've been workshopping that for a little while now, and I appreciate you uh, pointing that out. I was worried you you might not. No, I appreciate your work. You know. Thank yeah. you. All right. Couple guys have declared for the 2019 NFL Draft. We covered a few last week, and we have six more so far this week. By the time you're listening wow. to this, more people could have declared because I mean, just today we had three. Uh, three three wow. fairly big names, too. Um, so let's dive in, break it down a little, starting with uh, the best one to declare, in my opinion. Uh, Florida State edge rusher Brian Burns. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Not surprising. Yeah, Florida State had a down year, but he had an up year. He was by far the best player every single week, and yep. it didn't seem to matter to him that they'd be losing. He was going balls to the wall. Um the questions with Burns will be about his weight. Apparently, he's listed at mm-hmm. 241 right now, which is, I mean, significantly heavier than he's played at in the past, which is good. And people believe he could be 250 by the combine. And if he is, and he tests the way I expect him to test, I mean... Top 10 potential. Yeah, for real. Uh, like, he's a yeah. top 15 lock to me. He's not just mm-hmm. a long speed rusher. He... Uh, He's got he's got pass rush moves and um, again the weight's gonna come to question, but I'm not too worried about it. I love Brian Burns. Agreed. Fair enough. Um, also, Iowa tight end Noah Fant, generally considered tight end one. Another one that's not surprising. Yeah, he's gonna be a fun one at the combine too. Yeah, um, I feel like he'll have more production at the combine than he did in Iowa. Yeah, they and that's not his they, fault. <laughs> they just didn't really understand how to use him and TJ Hawkinson at the same time. I mean, mm-hmm. both are fairly productive, all things considered. Uh, yeah, but like they're both two complete studs. You'd think they'd do a better job at getting them consistently involved, especially when like there's not much else. Yeah, no, for real. Uh, Fant's got a lot of Jimmy Graham to his game. People are really gonna fall in love with him at the combine. I think he's so explosive. One of the most explosive tight ends I've ever seen. Um, oh, Appalachian State Scott Satterfield just got hired as Louisville's new head football coach. That's cool. Yeah, that's actually pretty yeah, good. That's a good hire for them. Uh, I kind of like that they they don't expect to get some monster name, but I, that, he's done a great job. That, yeah, that, to so. me, that's a really strong hire from a group of five school. Like one of the f- probably three. I don't know. I put him up there with like Norvell. And, yeah, me too. You know, yeah. It's a good one. Um, also declared NC State wide receiver Kelvin Harmon. Generally considered a top five receiver. Uh, by some, he's even considered a potential number one receiver. Mm-hmm. A lot of Alshon Jeffrey to his game, in my opinion. Um, kind of the downfield jump ball guy. He makes a ton of acrobatic catches. like to see a little more consistency in his route running. Um, his testing is going to be, I think, fairly important. Just yeah. because he's a big body uh, guy who um, I don't think there's like questions about separation, but if he doesn't test well, there will be. Yeah, but I I, I do enjoy Kelvin Herman. I think he's my fifth receiver. I can't remember where I had. I, have, I think four or five for me. I, I, him and JJ Arcega Whiteside is gonna I think be kind of a fun debate for the 
kind of I don't put them up there with Metcalf and Harry, but the the, 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 the second, second tier teams. of yeah jump ball monsters type thing. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Um. Also declared Oklahoma State running back Justice Hill, who it's not obvious it's not a great running back class. Justice Hill is a guy I really enjoy. I don't know how, how like he's not gonna be a day two pick. I don't know how high he'll go on day three. I, yeah. I kind of, uh, I would say late fourth, early fifth round range. Um, to, I see a lot of Dion Lewis in his game. I'm a big fan of his. I think he can be a Jeez. contributor early on for the NFL team. I like Justice Hill. Uh, I had him a sixth round grade though. I, I, funny enough, in my, in my notes, and I, I know he's got a whole another season on his belt. I just thought he needed more time at Oklahoma State. I haven't done his tape this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said in the summer, like I liked him so much when watching him live, but then when I did the tape, it was like underwhelming compared to how much I liked him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just like running backs who run bigger than they are, and to me, that's what Justice Hill brings to the table. He also has some upside as a pass catcher. One of those kind of you're gonna have him no, in yeah. the um, uh, wow, I'm blanking. The who you, who you trying the to say? running back mold of like. Like satellite? Yeah, satellite right? back. Thank you. Okay. Like, I thought you were looking for no, a name. No, no, no. Uh, like him and Miles Gaskin, I think, are both kind of... Yeah. I, I One of my notes, too, is I, I think he could be a very good receiver if he's used properly. He seems to know how to kind of get open. Yeah. Like, he's kind of... He's pretty uh, developed in his, like, just pass-catching nuances. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a six-round guy, but... Hey. Uh, agility drills at the combine will... Sp- very important yes. for him. Um, yes. Kind of a surprising one. Uh, well, the next two, actually. Uh, first of all, Utah State 10 and Dax Raymond. I went ahead and um, watched the game on him today because I hadn't seen anything. They Utah State offense did, like, which is Wells and Yost, who are now both at Texas Tech. They yep. did a really good job with Raymond. Um, a a yep. lot of RPO stuff uh, over the middle for him. No. When I watched some of Love, um, Raymond was having, like, he was producing, but to come out already, what do you think? In a strong tight end class, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I have a lot more work to do, and there's some of the tight ends might not declare and stuff. Like, yeah. I, I see him as a potential, like, seventh round pick. Right, right now. I need to do more, and, like, yeah. testing is going to matter, but he's, like, a lot of his catches come on um, like almost like RPO pop passes. Uh, yeah. They line mm-hmm. him off, line him up offline like as an H back a lot. He's pretty inconsistent at blocking. He moves well, so if he tests really well, that'll help. But that's that's a, it's a surprising declaration. Yeah, I, sure. I wonder if it had anything to do with just uh, the coaching staff moving on and. It's like the, I'm, I'm sure that wouldn't be the only reason, but uh, mm-hmm. another. Semi surprising one. Um, Central Michigan cornerback Sean Bunting, who is I believe listed at six one one eighty one, tall lean corner. Wasn't there a lot of love for him in the summer? Yes. Though? Yeah. So he like he, he's a to me a much bigger name than Dax Raymond is for for no, like yeah, a for group sure. of five guy. Uh, yeah. I I it, I'm, I mean. With his build and his ability, I'm not like surprised, and and I like he's not. I don't think he won't be picked unless he like tested horribly or something. 
Mm-hmm. So that that's a yeah. pretty intriguing one. Um, yeah. All right. There's a bunch more new Senior Bowl acceptances this week. We're going to run through them like we do. Uh, there is a ton. <sighs> okay. Starting off at the top, uh, Kalen Saunders, the interior defensive lineman from Western Illinois. He accepted his invite. I like him. I'm excited to see him there. He's a quick penetrating three tech, who I think's got some day three uh, like pickability. Um, I I don't know. He's just the type of he fits the mold of the interior defensive lineman who ends up at the Senior Bowl and plays himself into some hype. Fair enough. No opinions on him. I haven't oh, seen okay. him. Uh, okay, uh, a pair of group of five receivers as well. Tyree Brady from Marshall. Who I love. Ooh, interesting. And okay. Anthony Johnson from Buffalo. Johnson, not surprising at all. No, and I like Johnson is definitely like the bigger name for sure. I yeah, but Brady's, I think Brady's, Brady's got upside, good, like more upside. I do too. I think an- an- yeah. like Anthony Johnson is a late three, mid to mid four mm-hmm. type guy, um, mm-hmm. who I think will can at. Be a solid contributor in the NFL. Could be a solid number two. I think I have like a Mosa new comp on him, which is like not bad at all. Uh, mm. And with Tyree Brady though, he's a guy who I think he's six three, two hundred ish. He makes some incredible acrobatic uh, catches, like fifty fifty balls. Um, he goes yeah. up. He's like I I have like a Chris Godwin comp on him, I believe, which is pretty big time. Um, Two years of like really good production. And he's too. a former Miami Hurricane who transferred to Marshall. He's yeah. a guy who I think really could help himself here. Yeah, I I, I love. Him. I remember when remember when we did our Group of Five show in the summer, and we both kind of like let's keep an eye on him. And then we I think we we didn't talk about him much during the year, but yeah, I think that's that's. And cool. I remember scouting Chase Litton's tape last year, and yeah, he kept yeah. flashing like he was the dude. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, like if I were to like. When I do my all my guys team, like he might be on it. That's how much I. Oh, that's a little big, uh, big tease. Yeah, well, you know me; I'm always teasing. Um, two interior offensive linemen from Oklahoma, Ben Powers and Drew Sam- Samia, both uh, accepted their invites. Powers is a guy who's got some hype. I've I've seen a bit of tape on both of them. Mm-hmm. Powers to me is a guy who could go as high as like the fourth round. Um. Samia, I'm not as hot like uh he he's more of a sixth, seventh UDFA guy to me. But um I mean, I, I always love like to me there's still two decently big name guys getting to the senior bowl. I think yeah. Powers is a guy who really could play his stock up. That Oklahoma offensive lineman as, as a whole was really yes. good this year. Apparently yeah. the center is like I think he's like a they're like freshman and he's a he's like gonna be a stud. They, yeah, they're really uh oh, I'm blanking on his name, but yeah, they've been talking about the yeah, ball and both ta- both really tackles good. are juniors, but both are really good. Cody Ford and uh, Bobby Evans, um, mm-hmm. uh, three Kentucky DBs, none of them named Derek Beatty. I'm a, I'm assuming yeah. Beatty got the invite and he just hasn't accepted it yet, because I have Beatty higher I mean, than all three of these guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, the three Kentucky DBs being Mike Edwards, safety Mike Edwards, safety Darius uh, West, and corner Lonnie Johnson. Um, I remember when they all and these three and Beatty all ended up at Kentucky in this, I think, the same recruiting class, 
And, like, I forget what Stoops called them. He, he gave them a nickname because they were all so good as freshmen. And yeah. kind of, like, bumpy career, but all played really well this year. Um, Edwards is, like, hard nose. He's definitely got special teams upside. West is um, a little longer and leaner, but maybe more overall upside, but uh, lower floor. Lonnie Johnson's the intriguing one to me because he's got length. He's got athleticism. Mm -hmm. I didn't think he ever put it really all together at Kentucky. Like I thought, I think Derek Beatty did, but especially this year, I'm all in on getting these long corners uh, who have some like some big name in given like somewhat big names to the senior bowl, especially after this whole group seems like it could end up being a, a longer group than usual. Yeah, because we, like we, we talked about Isaiah Johnson, the Houston corner last mm-hmm. week. That's a big, like size wise, a big corner to get. Yeah, and if it's big receivers and big uh, corners this year, which are kind of fun. And if, yeah, and if Beatty, uh, if Beatty ends up going, going there too, I think Beatty's listed at six three. Yeah. Um, Alabama State offensive tackle Titus Howard, who we've talked about a little bit. Um, yeah, as he could be the Desmond Harrison of the group, just a big, raw, athletic freak of a tackle, who's kind of going to make him break or make or break his draft stock at the con- or at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, um, I think he's he's like six six. Last time, I think I only saw him at two eighty five. So very Desmond Howardy. <laughs> um, Wyoming edge. Wait, 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 Desmond Howardy. Oh. Sorry, Desmond Harrison. <laughs> or Desmond. Hey, I don't know. He's gonna he's gonna return kicks and win Super Bowl MVP. It's gonna be on uh, ESPN. Yeah, you hey, only pick Michigan. Rule number one: If you're good, like really good in college, go in the first round, complete bust, you're gonna get a job at ESPN. It's a hundred or Fox true. even. I mean, Leonard's there, so sometimes not as much. Uh, Carl no. Granderson, the Wyoming edge rusher, we've talked about a little bit. Big yeah. athletic. Raw came to Wyoming as a skinny running, a, like a 6'5", 180-pound running back. Leaves there <laughs> so as like a 6'5", 265-pound edge rusher. That's an intriguing one to get in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Kari uh, Willis, the Michigan State safety, who I, I've seen flashes of. I think he's like more of a late uh, day three guy. But um, if, he, if he shows up at the Senior Bowl, that could do wonders for his stock. Okay, one of the ones I really dislike is this one. Uh-oh. USC safety Marvell Tell. I don't think I've seen a guy try less on tape than this guy. Are you surprised that he's there, though? No, because entering the year, I remember yes. there was, like, the like first-round talk about him. So I watched his tape, yeah. and I had an undrafted grade on him because I was like, this guy could not, like, <laughs> this guy is not someone I would want on my football team. He just doesn't really do anything, and he doesn't look like he's trying. Yeah, he's but he's a biggish name from a he, big time. He was program. like a five star or something, right? Is that why yes, he's always he was, been yeah. on the radar? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then obviously the safety group isn't studly. So. Yeah, but like, I don't like that. He's gonna he's gonna have a ton to prove at the Senior Bowl. Uh, safety, I do love seeing there. Darnell Savage from Maryland, one of the guys I really like. Who he's more of like the nickel overhang guy than a true safety. Yeah. Um, he brings it. He uh, he's physical. He's like one of those feisty physical slots or nickels um it's like 510 200 205 ish i'm a big fan of him i think that's a really nice get 
uh, for the Senior Bowl. And just going back to like what you said about the safety class, especially the senior safety mm-hmm. class, like just looking at um, some of the ones here, like Willis I until I don't think are like great gets for the senior bowl by any means. And yeah. another one here, Boston College safety Will Harris, who I I kind of like because he brings like he's a thumper, but I just don't see much upside with him. It's, and I think that's kind of going to be a lot like the narrative of this senior safety group. Group, yeah. Other than one guy I'm going to get to in a few minutes. Um, and, and Savage, I, I almost don't classify as a safety because I think he's a nickel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Got a lot of nice offensive linemen, though. Michael Dieter, the Wisconsin offensive lineman, who is list, that's listed fun. as an offensive tackle. I, like which I think he's a guard and he played guard this season. I know he's played left tackle before for Wisconsin. Yeah, I think he's a. I, but that makes me wonder: Are they going to have him playing tackle? Which I don't love. What's the point? Because he's going to be a guard. Yeah, like I don't. Like, what's the point? To me, he could be a a potential. He, I, I, honestly, I think he can be a Pro Bowl NFL guard. Me too. And I do not that I don't think he can be a tackle, but I think he could be like an average starting tackle. Yeah, and I, I really do like him. Yeah, he's like though. he's six five three thirty ish. Like he reminds me of Brandon Sheriff. He's just a mean mauler. I don't know. Uh, now then they they got his uh, counterpart on the Wisconsin guard spot, Bo Benchow, um, who's six six like three twenty. He's gonna mm-hmm. have a lot to prove at uh, at the Senior Bowl. I, I mean, they both will, but. I think Dieter's got a, a big senior bowl from him. He plays plays himself into being a first round pick. Um, ben Schalk, I think, can play himself into being like one of the five, top five interior offensive linemen. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like Dieter. I liked I liked him as a first round pick in the summer too. I, I we're both high on Dieter. I think I'm higher on Ben uh, Ben Schall than you are. Third round grade. Yeah, and I have ben second. Schall. So I had Dieter in the twenty to thirty two range. Yeah, I think he's. Like he's in my top thirty on my big board. I don't remember where, mm-hmm. but uh, another interior offensive lineman, Dennis Daly from South Carolina. Uh, solid get though. The South Carolina offensive line, low key, was very good this year, and they have about, um, I think, I think four offensive linemen who between this year and next year will, at minimum, be in NFL training camps. Uh, D- Daly is on the interesting side. Um, he he's uh, like I, he he almost feels like a smaller name than mm-hmm. like Sidarius Hutcherson and um, oh god I, I'm I'm blanking on the center but um, oh I can't remember either Stanley Donnell Stanley oh. uh, <laughs> but yeah anyway Daly's a guy who um, came from junior college to South Carolina he was at like Georgia Military I think. And just a big athletic guy. I heard Ben Fennell talk about him a little bit on Fran Duffy's podcast. Um, and then he ended up at South Carolina, won the left tackle job. Like, he's 6'6", 320-ish. Uh, I guess they've, they've listed him on the interior of the offensive line here, so I guess they're, they're going to have him kicking the guard. But he's like he's a dude who could really play himself up the board. Um, another big, big one, Kansas State offensive tackle, Dalton Reisner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be interesting with him, depending on where people view him. Is he a right tackle? Yeah. Is he a guard? Is he a center? Because he started at all three of those positions at K State. Uh, 
Um, I'm, it seems like also he's kind of a polarizing prospect where some people like have him potential top 15 and some have him as a second, later, third, third yeah. round pick. Yeah. I'd, yeah. He's definitely, that, that's a good point. Um, I, so I'm, it's definitely a big, I'm assuming him. he's going there to try and be a right tackle. Cause that's where the, obviously there's more money in that. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what, uh, what he does. Uh, also Michigan running back Ron Higdon, one of your boys, one of the, one yeah. of the better senior running backs. He's a he's a classic senior bowl guy. Pro bowl. Um, well, oh, pro bowl. Oh, oh, oh. slip. Senior bowl. Senior yeah, bowl. no, that's okay, that's a sure. really uh, not like super flashy, but I think that's a really good running back to have at the senior bowl. I think he should be a solid. Yeah, though. yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I agree. With another uh, another solid guy, Boston College tight end Tommy Sweeney. Not a group like not a most tight ends are. Underclassman, underclass. Yeah. Um, Sweeney is one of the better senior tight ends. I still don't see him as anything more than like a late day three, but I, I think there mm-hmm. are some people who are high on him. I think he's like going to be a good number two tight end who blocks well. So, seeing what he can do as a receiver at the Senior Bowl will be fun. Uh, okay, here's the big safety that they got: Juan Thornhill, the safety from Virginia, who is, I think, my number two safety. Maybe my number three safety. Uh, mm-hmm. After Deontay Thompson, and I can't remember if him or Rap as two. Um, he's going to be really fun. He's got the John Johnson thing to him. Where Remember when John Johnson was at the senior bowl? He's playing a bit of safety. He's playing a yep. little bit of corner. He's just really fluid. Yep. He's got that to him because at Virginia, he played both. I think he's better off as a safety in the NFL. I'm really excited to see him because he is very fluid. And I love his ball skills. Um that that to me is a massive get at safety. Um, another fairly big name, a guy I was higher on in, in the summer. I've dropped him since, but I still like him as like a, a late day two pick. TCU edge rusher Ben Banigu. Oh, your boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he does not have. He's a lot more stiff than I thought. Um, yeah, he he but, didn't have the monster year you were hoping. Yeah. For. But I still think good, good get for the Senior Bowl. It's a good get. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um. And I think could help himself. A yeah, lot, I think. And I, like I think I think I don't know. I think I have him as like a a late third round pick right now, but I could see him playing himself. It's, it's hard to play yourself up the board in this edge rusher draft, but that to me that's a that's a really nice one. Yeah. And finally, two boys from Washington State. First of all, offensive tackle Andre Dillard, who solid. I think that's a, I mean, a really solid get. This offensive yeah. line group is pretty good. It's just like other than the Wisconsin dudes, it's not a flashy group. It's just, so, I mean? but it's not a great class in general. Class. So and I think yet, they're doing yeah. well with what there is. I agree. Um, a good mix of like high big names like Dieter Benchel, Reisner, and more intriguing like unknowns like Titus Howard and uh, Nate Davis, the Charlotte kid, and then you, then you mm-hmm. get just like solid with Dillard and. Um, Someone else. Someone else. Oh, Ben Powers. Like I think those are solid gets. I yeah, like. Dillard's, I like Dillard. He's solid. Like he's okay. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm probably higher on him than a lot of people. I think like my tenth tackle, but I think he's really interesting. And uh, the other Washington State guy being Gardner Minshew. <laughs> I mean, I'm not happy that it looks like he gets the spot over Brett Ribbon. Yeah, I. I'm not even a Brett Ripping guy, but I agree. I, We've talked a lot about Gardner Minshew. Like I think Minshew is what he is. Yeah. Which is like 
he's I don't I don't see him with a super high ceiling, but I don't think he has a super no. low floor. Like he's gonna be a good backup. Like that's about he's like an okay backup. Yeah, like yeah. like I don't know. Oh, Matt Moore type. Yeah, like versus Brett Rippon, I think could be a potential NFL starting quarterback. No, I get it. I can see them like the upside with Brett Rippon is a lot higher than Gardner. Yeah, so I just but it's going to be good for his coaching career being at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, Uh, he might be coaching it one day. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I'm, I can't, I like what they've been doing, but I don't know that I'm going to enjoy the Senior Bowl quarterback class based on what it looks like it could be. I know. I know. I want Easton Stick there really bad. I wanted him and Brett Rippon. Yeah. And, like, it's nice they get Daniel Jones there, but, like, I I get why Jared Stidham's <laughs> going to be there, but I can't yeah. really do without that. Uh, yeah, me too. And, like, Drew Locke I'm more okay with than Jared Stidham. Like mm-hmm. significantly more okay with, I mean we. I think we talked about this last week. It's just we did, we did, we did. We'll we'll save it for when these guys actually accept. Um, hopefully they won't, and we'll get Brett Rippin and maybe Easton Sick. Yeah, but I don't see any of them turning. No, Sidham won't. Uh, Lock won't. All of them need. Yeah, it, definitely. So. Wow, AJ, it's officially bowl season. You know how to spice things up, make a little extra money for Christmas. Bet on games at my bookie. They're my go-to bookie when I'm feeling a little frisky and want to cash in. I'm always feeling a little frisky. Even better, right now on MyBookie, they'll give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. Just go to MyBookie and use the promo code HEAVEN25. There's no season like bowl season, baby. MyBookie! Please stop saying frisky. I love that word. That's like my new word. Call me Frisky, Frisky Paul. Did you, did you have to remember your name there for a sec? Yeah. It's so, so confusing to have a first and last name that are both first names. Yeah, and two middle names are both first names. Yeah, please don't disclose that on the podcast. I, I won't. I won't. Thank I you. Won't. Just, I want the listener to think about what they could be. So, anyway. Uh, did you give them that second to think? Yeah. I liked I, it. Yeah, pause. You know. uh, championship like week superlatives. You know the drill, AJ. We've been doing this for a lot of weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah we have. Yeah. Okay. Best freshman you saw. <laughs> this was an easy choice, I think. Yeah, who was if, it? If then? you're just picking one. Jalen Waddle, the Alabama yeah, receiver. That's also my choice. How is Four it? Four catches, 113 yards, one touchdown, fast as lightning. How is it that they have three of the best sophomore receivers in the country, and they also have this kid? Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. Like, Rugg, Ruggs and Judy look like future first-round picks. Probably. Smith looks like a future NFL deep threat. And Waddle, I don't like Waddle looks. Intriguing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he has 800 receiving yards as a true freshman. That's ridiculous. Yeah. On that loaded team. Yeah, it's insane. Um, yeah. No, he, he was a lot of fun. Uh, okay, best sophomore. I have a couple, but... Oh, I can throw a couple more freshmen. Oh, yeah, me. if you've got more. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one that hurts me to say, but uh, he's had an interesting last two weeks. It's Chris Olave, the receiver from yeah. Ohio State. I almost put his name down. Yeah, three touchdowns in the last two games. He blocked a punt against Michigan, obviously. Uh, there were five catches for 79 against Northwestern. They're talking... 
So, yeah, so they're talking about him a lot on the broadcast because Ryan Day found him in San Diego, like as a lightly recruited guy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and brought him over to Ohio State, and he's contributing. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, throw one more out there, just not as a prospect, but a big shout out to Daryl Mack, quarterback UCF, uh, orchestrating that monster comeback for UCF, winning the AAC. Threw for three hundred forty-eight, passed for two touchdowns, ran for four more. It's just, I I had to give him some love there, Rob. Yeah, I bet you think they should be in the playoff. All right, best sophomore. Uh, Give me a, I don't want, come on. uh, Okay, Travis Etienne. I think there's there's two ones here. I've got four. I think there's two clear ones. Chase Chase Young and Travis Etienne? Oh, Chase Young's really easy. Uh, I I knew you were going to say Chase Young, so I didn't include him. I I knew you meant DeAndre Swift. And DeAndre Swift. I have another one, too. C.D. Lamb? See, okay, okay, fuck. Let's start here. There were so many goddamn sophomores in this group. Like, yeah, I mean, it feels you, like every week that I could pick like twenty dudes that can easily be best sophomore. Yeah, that's why the twenty twenty draft is gonna be amazing. I know it's nuts, especially for uh, skill guys. Oh no, yes, yes. Uh, obviously, the running back position is highlighted immensely. It's gonna be a crazy group. I'm gonna go with Etienne. Basically, won the game on the first snap. Yeah. He is finished with 156 on 12. Yeah, go ahead. Sir. Him and Swift is gonna. I think that's the early battle for RB one for next year. Uh, I'm a Swift guy. I am too. I am too. Etienne but showed I, off the long speed a little bit there, and like it was probably already he was already like 40 yards downfield when he uh, maybe less, but he uh, two guys couldn't get the angle on him, which I thought was pretty impressive. Yeah, they're both freaky dudes. Um, two touchdowns. Um, Chase Young three sacks. Yeah, Chase Young was unblockable. First I think he'll pick. be the first pick next year, yeah. He's got that... Like, six five two sixty, right? Yeah, just like the J.D. Clowney feel where it's like, this kid could be in the NFL right now. Mm. Who else uh, were you doing? C.D. Lamb. Awesome. C.D. Lamb was really fucking good, too. Especially with... Other than, that, down. other than that fumble, mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb was really good. And uh seen some stuff on Twitter, people saying like C.D. Lamb's going to be a better receiver prospect than Hollywood Brown. And I don't think they're wrong. Hollywood's just such a freaky athlete, but yeah, like and I think he's a first round pick. But C. E. Lamb, oh, this receiver class can be ridiculous. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, but yeah, Lamb is he's he's flash big time, and then in this big spot where he's the go to guy, he was just so damn good. Uh, I think one we have to talk about. I think that's why I wanted to bring him up. It was Jake Fromm, man. Yeah, you you can you can. You can make Jake from your franchise QB if you want. Enjoy. No, no, no. I just want to bring him up because we've been super down on him all year, and rightfully so. And he hasn't had that big-time performance. But he had that game against this defense in the championship game, obviously Alabama. 25-39, 301, three touchdowns, no picks, making some big-time throws. I think this is just the game to put him like for him to say, hey, I'm still here. I'm still you people still think I'm a first round pick. <laughs> Don't forget about that. Fair. Fair. Uh, can I bring up one more guy that yeah. I want to talk about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's actually uh, eligible, and you love him from what I remember. Patty Fisher, the Northwestern linebacker. We haven't talked about him at all this year. No, he didn't have the year I was hoping. No, he didn't. Uh, he had a bunch of tackles in the championship game, but I think Dobbins ran him over once. Yeah, he played all I right. Should... He had a solid game, I know. You really saw him as a potential. Yeah, I just, I just don't pick. think he's as athletic as I was hoping, and uh, I think mm-hmm. he'll return to school though. So we'll see, we'll see. And again, yeah, he's just a redshirt sophomore. Um, for some reason, Northwestern keeps churning out linebackers. 
Like the Not neighbor wrong, yeah. and the they have an underclassman. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he like he's been the star of their linebacker core this year. Hmm. I don't know if you can hear me, but if you can, uh, I didn't hear you for a, a long stretch. Hello. Hello. Uh, okay. Best best prospect that you saw this week. Do we have to keep doing Quinn and Williams here, Rob? I mean... Is that the trend? Yeah, like I have three and he sits at the top. Me too. Uh, eight tackles, one sack, TFL, monsters always. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, one of your other two? He he was just... Uh, it's every week he's giving everybody mm-hmm. trouble. He's changing the game when he's on the field. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be pretty hard not to have him as the number one overall prospect. I agree. It doesn't mean I think he'll go number one because the way the draft order is falling, it's a little bit weird with, like, uh, the 49ers don't need an interior guy. The Raiders don't, but it's almost like if the 49ers take Bosa, they should probably just take Quinn and Williams. That's... I I guess. It's like, well, what else are you going to do? Otherwise, you're taking, I guess you take Deontay Thompson, but... Or tra- I mean, I would trade back if I'm them, but... Oh, you're talking about the Niners. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. No, 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 I'm talking about the Raiders. The Niners taking Bosa one. Oh. The Raiders yeah. then going to, would they take Quinn and Williams, even though IDL's not With, their biggest need? At all, because they addressed it twice in the draft last year. I don't... Yeah, but he's the best, I think best he's, player, and you're not ideally taking it all back. And then... Yeah, ideally they trade back, I think. Yeah, no, that, I, I, to- I totally agree with that. And and then take one of the edges or Deontay Thompson or one of the linebackers or something. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but Quinn Williams just absolutely unblockable. Uh, anybody else for you? I asked if Haskins is one of your other two. Oh, yeah, he is. Okay. Uh, he just keeps on putting on shows in big-time games. Go ahead. You can talk about your He boy. was dominant. Uh, yeah, f- just pick, picking apart the North. Other than the interception, which was a bad read on his part. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember which receiver. I think it was might have been KJ Hill had the uh, the corner out option, and he ran the out, and that was the correct read. And Haskins uh, threw the corner, and Montre Hardage picked him. But other than mm-hmm. that, like Haskins was picking them apart. He made. I don't know. I think probably his two best throws of the season in this game. One was a deep touchdown in the bucket. I think it was the one to Johnny Dixon. And then there was another semi-deep shot. Just perfect ball placement. I think it was to McLaurin. It just... He was on fire in this game. And the more I see, the more I think he is definitely going top 10. Um, And I do think he has a chance to be QB1. Even if Justin Herbert declares. I don't, know I don't like in the draft. I don't disagree with you. Um, do you have anybody else for top prospect? No, go ahead, man. Uh, okay, Byron Murphy, the Washington corner. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he won the Pac-12 championship for Washington. He <laughs> scored the only touchdown of the game with a pick six. He had another pick. He had a pass breakup. The more I see, and the closer we get, the more I think he has a chance to overtake Greedy Williams as corner one. Interesting. And I've seen that come up a bit on Twitter. And I think it does depend on, like, what kind of system you're running. Because I think Byron mm-hmm. Murphy in uh, a zone system can be one of the best corners in the NFL. 
um, he's like he's just insane in zone uh, versus greedy's greedy gets sloppy at times like greedy has all the ability in the world but sometimes yeah. it feels like he's playing too loose some of what you saw like when Marcus Peters was good on the Chiefs he got he had some of that feel where he was just like kind of free balling yeah. it a bit that's mm-hmm. I, you Even get that vibe with greedy a bit yeah yeah so like I do think greedy has more definitely has some of the most natural ability you're ever going to see at cornerback he just needs yep. to kind of like hone in on his technique and and needs a little bit more coaching versus Byron Murphy I think like his ceiling is nowhere near but his floor is very high and he's like NFL ready mm-hmm. um, anyone shooting up your board uh, no clear cut guy for me this week I don't think a couple names I can throw out there though uh, Isaac Nada finally had the big game against Alabama mm-hmm. that's one of my guys written down yeah, four catches, a one yards, one touchdown. Uh, the long play down the side, uh, down the middle showed off his speed a bit. We talk about the tight end class a lot, but it, if, if all these guys come out, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, There's so many of them. They, Georgia just doesn't seem to understand how to consistently <laughs> get pass catchers involved each week. So like, Nada and Riley Ridley are better than the stats show. And ironically, my prospect who will play the box star is Riley Ridley. So. <laughs> Yeah, I've got him down there too as well. Um, okay, so spoilers. Anyways, uh, you want another name? Yeah. Colin Johnson. Yeah. Just a monster in the Big 12 championship game. Eight catches, 177, one touchdown. Showed off all the things that make him great. Uh, yeah. just he, looked, he was just a beast, man. There's rumors that he's not going to go pro, though, because he didn't walk in the um, yeah. senior day. Senior night. Yeah. yeah, but, like, yeah, he's his size and athleticism and just he's so mm-hmm. smooth for a big man. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy Colin Johnson. Um, do you have any more? I got two more. I got one more. Um, Malik Harrison, another good football game. Yeah, his. I think the two best games of his season have been the last yes. two. Maybe career. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that, no, I'll, I'll say career for sure. Yeah. And yeah. So uh, he's got it. He might have enough momentum that he declares now. I don't know. That'd be interesting. I mm-hmm. I'd like him to go back just to see more of him, but um, yeah, we'll see. Uh. Two more for you, Josh Jacobs, the Alabama running back. That yeah, I kind of got him as my out of nowhere because I just I know he's not, but I wanted to bring him up because there's been so much love for him yeah. on the Twitter sphere. It's and he's yeah, go ahead. Sorry, he just like he's got juice. He just plays mm-hmm. so hard. He can do so many different things. Mm-hmm. Like he's like to me, he can be an NFL like maybe not like a bell cow, but a consistent NFL running back. Eight carries, eighty-three yards, two TDs. Yeah, I can see it too. It's, it's ridiculous. G- Georgia and Alabama are just ridiculous with running backs. Yeah, yep. <laughs> nothing new. Um, also, I have Dexter Lawrence written down here: five tackles, two TFLs, and a sack versus Pitt. Yeah, um, one of his bigger games. I know. I agree. Bigger games as a whole, because I think he's had a very good season. Yeah. Especially against the run, but uh, you saw a little more of his pass rush ability in this game. Uh, the big struggle is going to be is it worth taking a nose tackle mm-hmm. early and I, I would not take Dexter Lawrence in the first round me either this in, in the way NFL is today 20 years ago yeah I might but <laughs> just we've seen it like the Danny Shelton pick it looks awful now um, yeah. Vita Vea I know he's coming off like his, one of um, two weeks ago was his best game of the season but like, they could have had Derwin James. Like, things like that. It just doesn't seem worth taking a nose tackle no matter their ability. 
Jerome Payne's looking good, though. Yeah, but even then, that was like a perfect scheme fit. Exactly what they needed. Mm-hmm. I, I do like. I think him and I mean DeAndre Sonat wasn't a first round pick, but he's been quite a good nose or one tech type. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think Dexter Lawrence is going to go in the first round. But you did see some of like he could be Snacks Harrison. I think he's he's held himself a lot this year. I think. Uh, like I like him much more than I like Danny Shelton, and I thought I, I thought I liked Danny Shelton. But Danny Shelton was went too high for my taste, but yeah. And I think we both liked Vita Vea. Yeah, still, lot. just I didn't think that was the right pick at the time. No, it certainly doesn't look that way. Um, so no, Dexter Lawrence is going to be polarizing, not necessarily because of ability, but more so because of what he plays and what he does. Yeah, it, it, you know, like there's been a like. In the past years, Dexter Lawrence was hailed as a potential top 10 pick for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it felt like his stock was down entering this year compared to what it has been. I, I think he's helped himself a lot this year, and this has been one of his best games probably. So, Yeah, definitely. Um, sliding down the board? Uh, I got no one really. I just want to say Clayton Thorson could have really helped himself with a big-time performance against Ohio State, and he didn't. So, hey, I uh, bury him too. Well, he's at the Senior Bowl, so we can't. I know, I know, but still. <laughs> I, I I got two guys. Um, okay. Both more so, not that they're sliding down the board, but I don't think they reach the expectations that okay. some yeah. believed. Uh, I'll, I'll start with one that you're definitely going to agree with, Alabama's Raekwon Davis. Yes, yes, 100%. Like, he didn't even, like, I'm not, he didn't have a bad season, and he, he didn't play super poorly or anything against Georgia. It's just he didn't have that dominant season people were looking for when yeah, Quinn and, and he, w- sorry, yeah, and yeah. Qu- Quinn and Williams did and I think yes. Isaiah Bugs stepped his game up too. I agree. I where agree. Raekwon yeah. Davis kind of stayed at the same. Mm-hmm. Like Raekwon Davis isn't that top 10 pick people thought he was going to be. I totally agree with you. Like, um and like I was even going to see going back to Jerome Payne last year, Payne stepped it up at this time last year and I had Two monster games, mm-hmm. and uh, we're still waiting on that in Raekwon. He's got two more games left, probably, to do it. But yeah, but we'll like, see. I agree with you, though, totally. Um, and and I still think he'll end up a first round pick just because of what I, he not, could. Not yeah. What mm-hmm. I did not say I was giving him a first round grade. I know, I know. You don't think Relax. he'll end up a first round pick? Would I be surprised? He, no, but the class is deep. Six, seven, three hundred pounds. Like he's probably he probably gonna will test well. Like I'm not saying he should. I just think he will. I don't like. I'm not gonna also also think about how we felt about Deron Payne and how high he ended up going. That's true. I know it's I'm a different class, knock, but yeah, I think Deron Payne's highs were are a lot higher than Ray no. Did, I believe so too, and I do think Deron Payne had a higher floor. That was the big yeah, thing that we agreed I, yeah. on with Deron Payne was we thought he'd be a good nose tackle no matter what. We just didn't think he'd be the three technique some people praised him as. And I mean, mm-hmm. he's not, but he's been a better like he's been such a high level nose tackle. I don't know. It's kind of Deron Payne was a weird eval because of that. Yes, he was. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he, yeah, he was fun to talk about actually. Po- but yeah. po- I, point yeah. being, Quinn Williams and Isaiah Bugs both this season stepped their games up big, where Raekwon Davis kind of just stayed the same. He didn't take that I step. Agree. Um, so is he sliding down the board? I don't think he was ever really in anyone's top 10. They just thought he could be there. 
Mm-hmm. So he's kind of staying in the same. Like I have a second round grade on him or whatever. But uh, also, Ohio State's Michael Jordan, who moved from guard to center this year. Mm-hmm. He, I, another guy who I don't know. That, I don't think he's necessarily sliding down the board. But he just didn't make, take that step forward. Like some people yeah. thought he could be the number one interior offensive lineman. Yeah. Uh, he's also struggled. As, I've seen him take more false starts as a center than I've seen, like ever. He, that was it, such it, a weird decision, though. I didn't like that move because he didn't fit the mold of the Billy Price or the Pat Elfline, who no in the past moved from guard to center, but they were built more like centers than guards kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where Michael Jordan's six six, like that's a yeah. big center. Yeah, I, I thought they kind of – I understand what they were going for is like, you know, hey, we've had these two absolute anchors at center, and so let's put our best offensive lineman there again. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just – it, it, was, it was different. Elfline and Billy Price are both um, uh, like built more like centers than guards. They're both yeah, yeah. team captains. Yeah. They've both been multiple-year starters and were both um, – I think they're both seniors when they moved to center. And Mike, Michael Jordan kind of didn't fit any of the same things. I think they're just trying to force it. Yeah, honestly, and yeah. I, I don't even think Michael Jordan's game would translate well translates well to center. Me neither. Like I, I think it was, I think it yeah. would. It more like what hurt his stock more than anything was moving him to center. Yep, because I, I, I liked yeah. his tape as a guard more than I liked him as a center. I'm in the third as a third round guy and as a guard. I, I, I don't yeah. know if he'll even go. Like I still think he'll. Just because what he can do, like he's not—he's not gonna like slide stupid late or anything. Yeah. Um, he just didn't play up to what some believed he could, and same thing as Raekwon Davis, right? Like he didn't take yeah. that step forward. And I, but again, it, it was gonna be always gonna be hard for him when he's changing positions. I could, he's not even suited to play that position. I, I don't think. Yeah, it's—it's it's, that was a strange one. Uh, out of nowhere, prospect. You mentioned Josh Jacobs. Do you have any? Yep. No, that's all I got. That's yeah, this was a harder week, I, probably because we know most of these guys. We, yeah, I know. I, this one's kind of like a – it's kind of a throwaway. Uh, Johnny, is, Johnny Dixon, yeah. uh, the Ohio State receiver, 7 mm-hmm. for 129 in a touchdown against Northwestern. The NFL loves pick. loves speed. Like, I, Ohio State, I yeah. don't think he's getting drafted unless he – I don't even know if he get a combine invite. If he got a combine invite and tested really well, maybe. But I, I threw him down because he's kind of like – Robert Foster at Alabama. It's just been this, okay this year for Buffalo. Yeah, who went undrafted and has been a contributor in Buffalo. Uh, I kind of pegged Johnny Dixon similar, where he was a bigger name at a high school, didn't do a whole ton of screw. Dixon's done more than Foster did at Alabama. But yes. Dick, Dixon, like Foster, battle, has battled injuries through his time at Ohio State. And he's like got that deep threat ability where I could see him making a team in camp, and that's kind of was my logic here. I, I, I can get it. I get it. Thank you. Um, prospect who made me look stupid. Anyone make me look stupid for you, AJ? No, I have someone that made you look smart, though. Oh, I'm going back to I'm going back to the well. I mentioned it before, uh, but Daryl Henderson keeps making me look kind of bad. Yes. Uh, in the summer, I liked all the sums. I reread my my report on. I liked all the sums. I just didn't buy into the whole. I had a fifth round grade, so like that's not super bad. Fool. But he's a lot more legit than I thought, and yeah, he's been baby. proving it all year. He long. also did like. I like that type of back. I think maybe a little more than you. And he took he was, a, I, a step yeah. forward. Like there's a noticeable yes. step forward in his game. Yes. Um, My issue was how boomer boomer bust he was. And this year, I, I had like you know legit breakaway speed. You know, 
making the big plays all day, but the boomer bust factor was worrying. Yeah, and and I think this year he's breaking more uh, like arm tackles and doing more damage yeah. inside, and that's kind of the difference probably for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, Prospect made me look stupid as a guy I liked, and then I was kind of unimpressed with him for much of the season. I don't think he's turning pro, but uh, I thought what Alexander Madison, the Boise State running back, did against Fresno State – he just bell cowed it in the snow. I know they lost, but he had forty carries for two hundred and a score. Two hundred yards. He's he's he, my small school guy. I just want, okay. I wanted to bring him up too. Yeah. Uh he he had a lot of fun runs, and he does every week. He had like this crazy weird hurdle, and like he runs really violently. I don't think he's a yeah. super great athlete, and I think he'll return to Boise State and kind of be the the with Rippin graduating. He'll be the guy, and that could ha- <laughs> help him next year. But I, I just wanted to bring him up somehow. How can you not love 40 carries for 200 yards in the snow? Uh, going back again to the summer, I, I I thought he could be a day three guy, and I agree with you. He kind of had a he kind of had a down year. I thought he could be a solid career number two. And he's still kind of looking like that, so I, I don't know. Yeah, just like when you got a guy who who runs as hard as he runs and runs as angry as he does. Like that fits the mold of a, a number two type running back, um, mm-hmm. but I do I do think he'll return to Boise State for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, best prospect versus prospect matchup. A little bit of a cop out because only one of them is a prospect, but uh, Baker versus the Bama pass catchers was fun, and how well Georgia obviously did defensively, uh, especially when well not at the end but when two was in there. I thought that was the kind of the 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 matchup of the weekend or of Saturday. Yeah. De- definitely that's a good pick. Uh I also went with a receiver corner thing. Hollywood Brown versus Chris Boyd, Oklahoma yeah, receiver but, uh, yeah. corner. I know Hollywood mm-hmm. ended up getting hurt. Um Hollywood also made some pretty damn impressive plays, but Boyd also on that that one that should have been a touchdown, he didn't give up on it. And played mm-hmm. through the ball to break it up, which is like kind of the definition of what Chris Boyd does. I yeah, I, yes, I think I, we watched play. this. We watched this together, and I think I said this to you. I haven't seen a corner break up as many passes that look like they're going to be completions in a season as Chris Boyd has this year. Yeah, I, I thought Boyd had a little bit of a rough day, other than that play, but it was yeah, a tough he, fucking matchup for him. No, like, I and I totally agree. That's why to me it was the best prospect versus prospect matchup. Be like. Boyd, Boyd is the physical press guy. I don't think mm-hmm. he's a great athlete. It's not a good matchup for him versus Brown or CeeDee Lamb. Um, no. But the, you saw some things you'd like, and and the receivers both made plays on him too, though. So I just figured yep. this is a pretty good prospect. No, that's a good, that was a good choice. Yeah. Uh, prospect do a play the box score. Like I said earlier, I have Riley Ridley here. And I do uh, four as grass well. Yeah, forty-eight yards, a touchdown. Uh, but it, it felt like all all four of those catches were like big time catches. Yeah, uh, he is going to be a much better NFL player than he is a college player because Georgia had no idea how to use him for whatever reason. Except um, against Bama. Except against like, Bama. Like, what does he do poorly? He doesn't do much poorly. He's got size. He runs routes well. He uh, has really nice hands. He does uh, damage after the catch. Like he's kind of just got a bit of everything. Yeah. Like I think I think he can be a starting NFL receiver or like 
wide receiver one. Um, do you have anybody I, else? Right you're now? a lot. No, but you're a lot higher on Ridley than I am. I think, but I get it. Like I think he's gonna be uh, early second round pick. I don't think I'm there, and, but we'll see. Uh, okay, two more guys I got written down. Uh, Robert Landers, the interior defensive lineman for Ohio State, mm-hmm. two tackles in a TFL versus Northwestern. He just plays the run really well. He just does the dirty work. He just absorbs blocks, lets others run free and make plays. I don't know if he'll uh, if he'll declare, but he he. Like, I think he can be a potential starting interior defensive lineman in the NFL. Um, and also, Brett Rippon. His stats were horrible, and they lost to Fresno State. He also made some damn wow throws. He had a... The best play he made of the game was a drop touchdown from his receiver on a fourth down. I don't know if you saw that one. It was incredible from Rippon. No, I, I didn't. Um, I didn't see it. Um, he it was I think it was like fourth and eight in the snow. He, uh... Yeah. yeah. He dropped back, felt the pressure, rolled rolled to his left, kept his eyes downfield, threw it perfect into his receiver's hands. His receiver high points it and drops it. Yeah, that's so. what Rippin does though. Is he he's, he makes the wow throws? Yeah, he he makes more wow throws than you would like if you like knew who Brett Rippin was and like looked at you'd expect him to I think be more of a game manager type. I, that's just kind of yes. the vibe. And but he makes a lot of wow throws. Yes. Yep. Um, I agree. That's why I really want him at the uh, or at the Senior Bowl, just to Me too. get a Me consistent too. look at him. Um, prospect who's being overhyped? It's Championship Weekend. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be mean. Uh, to this anyone. I actually had a hard time. Me too. So, I'm not gonna be mean to anyone. So I went with a guy who just talks. I think talked his hype into existence. Bre- Brecken Hager, the edge for Texas. Oh, this guy just <laughs> shit talks all day. He's like the Chase Winovich of the South, but he doesn't. He does not back it up nearly as much as Winovich does. <laughs> like he just he shit on Oklahoma and he just got shut down by Cody <laughs> Ford. Like it was not even a battle. So I just uh, I trash him because I'm an asshole. Respect. No, I, I, I respect. Don't 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 try to be Chase Winovich, please. Retweet. <laughs> um, small school guy who caught your eye. I said Alexander Madison earlier. Oh yeah, right. Uh, I've, I mean, I threw Darrell Henderson down, which is a cop out because like he doesn't even count at this point. I just love yeah. him so much, and you, you already talked about him. Um, yeah. Anthony Johnson for Buffalo. I know they lost in Northern Illinois, but he had a really nice day. We already it was a big game too. That was a good game. Yeah, uh, we already talked about him a little bit. So how about Sutton Smith? Yeah, he had a big game. Who's going to be super polarizing. I don't think he'll declare. I don't think he should. Because he, he's a guy who will need the senior bowl. Like, yes, I agree. And he'll get the invite. Cause, but productive as fuck. Yeah, against Buffalo, 10 tackles, 3.5 TFLs, 2 sacks, 2 hurries. Uh, I he's I think over the last two years, he's like 51 total TFLs and like 27 sacks. And I think he goes back for his senior year. And the mm-hmm. issue is he's like he's what he's like six foot two twenty five playing edge. <laughs> yeah, I I know some people got on me in the summer on Twitter because uh, I didn't think he was a first round pick. So <laughs> I don't know. I love Sutton Smith, but yeah, go like and like you said, super productive. Go back to school, get yourself to the Senior Bowl, get playoff ball linebacker there, and let's see what you can do. Like he's he, sure. he's small for an off ball linebacker. He's playing edge. So yeah, on uh on sport on cultural ref, he's six one two thirty seven. But I think that's a little heavy. Yeah, I've seen him 
at least last year, I think he was six foot two twenty five, and I know he came there as a running back. Yes, yeah, thirty career sacks, man. Like that's yeah, he's a monster. But yeah, senior bowl is a thing he'll need in twenty twenty. So hopefully he'll go back to Northern Illinois, break a bunch of records. All right, that'll do it for superlatives. Army Navy matchup, three p.m. CBS, Lincoln Financial Field in Philly. The link. Army seven point favorites. Forty one's the total. Pound that over. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. I, uh, I, I, yeah, probably not. But I will. I'm actually, was, was Army favorite last year? I think so. Cause, but before that, it was been like what, like a hundred years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> when gambling was invented. Sorry, yeah. I'm checking the weather in Philly. For, uh, I really hope it snows like yeah. last year. Yeah, that makes it so much better. Uh, Army's Rock. wearing their it's gonna be big sunny. red one. It's not even snowing oh. this week in Philly. Garbage. Move the game. Move the game to Canada. It's snowing here right now. You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> Army's wearing their, their blackout big red one jerseys, which I haven't read about it yet, but they look okay. They're kind of cool. I think they're swaggy. Uh, Everyone thinks they're really cool. Yeah, but it's weird because Navy's having such a down year and Army's 9-2. Yes, a big year, for, a quietly big year. Like I feel like no one's giving them enough love. Yeah, and they they played Oklahoma into overtime. And Oklahoma's in the playoff. Yes, Worth should Army be in the playoffs? I I don't know why they aren't. Um, <laughs> and it's weird too because Na- like Navy has Malcolm Perry and Zach Abby back. Yeah, I don't know why it's such a down year. Um, I know they like Malcolm Perry's playing QB for a lot of la- the second half of last year, and they moved him back to the. What, what's the position called? Like the slot back position? Yeah, the running back thing? The yeah, weird yeah. running wing back? Um, wing back, yeah. yeah that's it. And like he ran for a thousand yards, but I don't know. And they, 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 they've used him a bit at QB and they use Abby at QB and they use this other guy named Garrett Lewis at QB. It's all very odd. And like they don't, the, their fullbacks haven't been super reductive or anything. And versus uh, Army has Darnell Wolfolk, who's been really productive at fullback and their QB is better and their QB can throw pretty well mm-hmm. like I'm 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 happily taking Army in this matchup I'm taking Navy plus the points but, because it's the game and you think Ar- Army wins Army wins that's Army that's wins. They're the better team I think I think I think it'll be close and then late Hopkins hits Wolfolk in the in the flats breaks a few tackles <laughs> breaks one of uh gets the first down <laughs> breaks Taylor Heflin's tackle Jukes out Hudson Sullivan, hurdles Nizer Cromarty, spin moves Sean Williams, stiff arms Jared Ryan, touchdown. Wow, I'm a, I must know Army pretty well. And Navy. You're making all these names up, and I, I wouldn't, I, I couldn't call you out on it. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I am taking Army. Wait, is that another Cromarty cousin? No, I looked it up. I was like freaking out for a bit. Oh, okay. Oh, at least his page didn't say it. I don't know. Maybe they don't want it. Oh, I remember looking at this in the in, before. Maybe the, the Navy that. doesn't want him being associated with Antonio. I don't know. <laughs> that sounded weird, but I'll own it. Um, anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven. Uh, no college football post-Army-Navy for until the 15th, I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. going to be weird. So next week, instead of doing the regular show, if we don't forget, we both have poor memories, football was not kind to us um oh no yeah uh hopefully we'll remember to go through all the college football awards that they actually give out and we'll give them out to like based on nfl draft prospects 
it'll be yeah. a lot of fun. I, th- I think that's a cool idea. I like uh, to. Me too. I compliment myself a lot. So yeah, you're cool. Uh, anyway, follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. You follow me on Twitter at RobPaulNFL. Uh, you follow Armchair on Twitter at ArmchairNFL and at ACLAmericans. And you go to ArmchairAllAmericans.com and you read whatever you want to read about all kinds of sports. Wow. Check you later, fam.